0: Strong women, smart policy, solid theology, and no apology. This is Concerned Women Today with Penny Young Nance, CEO and president of Concerned Women for America, the largest public policy organization for women in the nation.
1: Welcome to Concerned Women Today. This is a little bit different today. I'm sitting here with Annabelle Rutledge, who is our national director for Young Women for America. I've got Deanna Drogan with us today, who is our media specialist, is working and our videos and social media. And then, of course, I'm Penny Nance. I'm the president and CEO of Concerned Women for America. So um, we wanted to just do something fun today. It's springtime. They're showing a lot of florals right now, so I was thinking
2: I florals. For spring. Groundbreaking.
1: With spring comes the interns, right? And um, and we've had fun talking about internally about what we've witnessed personally and uh and some things are great some things not so much you know annabelle you're the head of young women for america Mm -hmm. and so as we have the intern season hitting washington all over capitol hill we're talking about the term skin turn
0: yeah why don't you tell me what a skin turn is You could probably put two and two together. I mean, basically it's all the young people who haven't quite learned what professional wardrobe might look like in a professional setting, uh, whether that's Capitol Hill, the administration here at an organization like Concerned Women for America to see a little bit more skin or maybe a lot more skin than you would normally be seeing from people in a professional environment. Oh, I would say a lot more. Dresses a little too short, a little too low. Um, Or maybe accompanied by (laughs) flip-flops, maybe accompanied by flip-flops,
1: you know, well, and listen, I would be like, Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just kind of the culture of that office or whatever. But I personally have witnessed it even in a job interview setting where Mm. I'm surprised by, you know, what the person coming in is actually wearing to work at a conservative women's (laughs) organization. And listen, I tend to be pretty easy going about this kind of stuff you know like i don't know that i always know exactly where the lines are and we'll we'll get into how we're all triggered by the word modesty <laughs> in a minute but But even I, uh, you know, have been a little shocked. I mean, I have a daughter, I have a, you know, so I understand like not everybody sees things exactly the same way, but I have literally had young women come into interview in a skirt so short that hardly anything's left to the imagination. I'm I'm thinking, well, if this is what you're wearing to your interview, it's only
0: going downhill from here. Like I was, you know, you're going to be in club attire after this, right? (laughs) Yeah, it, it is concerning for sure. And even I think something you've talked about more than that. I mean, there's the idea of tight skirts, short skirts, short dresses, but then there's just the realm of what is professional in general. And I mean, we'll get to modesty later and talk about how it's more of an attitude. And I think that kind of goes back to professionalism as well. And just kind of assessing where is the place that I'm working? What is the atmosphere here? And when you first come in, like for a job interview, as you're saying, always assume whatever you would normally think is yeah. appropriate air on the side of caution air on the side of right. caution right, right. for an interview. Cause you really mm-hmm. can't go wrong. Yes. No, one's going to not give you a job because you're dressed Too more conservative. conservatively. I mean, it's, it's true. I, I could think of maybe a few jobs, but we don't want people getting those jobs.
2: Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is
1: not on anything you want in your resume. Right. Um, Deanna, tell me what, what is the craziest thing you've ever seen? on Capitol Hill or somebody coming in for a job interview just off the top of you. I see I'm putting them on the spot here. <laughs> what, what is the craziest thing you've ever seen?
2: Um, I mean, I don't know if this is crazy, but I've seen a lot of these new, uh, which they can be cute from to an extent. But these new blazer with shorts, oh, that's like a new thing. I kind of like. I actually, that's that's one of that's one of my favorites. But in the office, I'm thinking like (laughs) if you're on Capitol Hill or if you're interviewing for a job, probably not the best. And you know
1: what? That's a retro from the '90s. See, I've been around long enough to see these
0: trends, you know, come back. If Chanel is doing that, if the the shorts touch the knees, I've I'll be you know, I've got to be yeah, honest. Yeah. I have a pair of work shorts. I've worn them here before, but if yeah. they touch the knee, I Those feel, and they're galchos. dressy. I
1: think you're misnaming them. No, no, no You're no. dead the, naming them no, no, they gotta above
0: the knee. And yeah. they're like a structured, like yeah. tweed
1: short. Well, you're not, it's going to look like a skirt, but, and I actually, from the nineties <laughs> did have that as well. It was a <laughs> literally that yeah. Navy blue wind of pain plaid I wish I had it now. It See, was a blazer <laughs> and shorts that came down to my knees or past my knees even. So it kind of looked, it looked like Mm -hmm. a skirt, but it was like, and and they're not tight. Yeah. It's like, they're they're not ballooning, but I don't know. Okay. Well, we see, we've just broken our own rule, right? We're just saying, but I mean, again, I think what we're talking about is, you know, something that looks professional and unfortunately, um, you kind of have to have an eye for it. Like there, you Mm -hmm. know, the rule we can, I think there needs to be rules for new graduates and and I I'm writing something actually right now I haven't finished it but rules on a whole bunch of different levels of things they just need to know going into that first interview and then like you can color outside the lines Mm -hmm. a little bit once you kind of figure out the culture right Deanna Mm -hmm. for sure
0: and I also think Penny and I've talked about this some like we've said some of it does help when you have a sense of style, like right. I, away and not to get wrapped up in it, but just pay attention and learn how to put things together. Well, because honestly, some people can dress very casual or incorporate elements like a long short into their business, professional wear that they can pull off because they're being very conscious of how tight is it? And what am I wearing with it? And what, right. el- you know, how does the whole ensemble go to together? The-
1: mm-hmm. I, you know, I think even something very simple, like, today i'm just wearing kind of a, a long sleeve black kind of t-shirt and pants, and dress pants that are like ankle cropped and then, you know, and this morning i was thinking about okay, you need kind of statement earrings with that, you mm-hmm. need better, you know, prettier shoes, more interesting shoes but not everybody's born. No one's born knowing it, but not mm-hmm. everybody has a sense of style. So I feel like, again, I want to Some put kind of something guidelines. together that are guidelines just to help the person that doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're going to learn. One of my daughter's first jobs was in a clothing store. And one of my first jobs I was in a clothing store. And so so sort of my godmother owned the clothing store I worked in. And it's sort of it fed this lifelong love of fashion, and when my daughter went to work for this this company, it's called South Moon Under. I loved it because she, you know, prior to that, she always depended on me. This she was in high school when she did this. Like she wore a uniform to school, so when she w- was a non-uniform today, it was like this crisis of what to wear, <laughs> sure. and so and I can relate, you know. And so instead of it, when she learned on her own and she's got mm-hmm. a great sense of style now and she developed that on her own mm-hmm. um but you know not everybody has that
0: opportunity yeah i think mm-hmm. it's great to give some guidelines
2: yeah and i think with the pandemic and people working from home it's been very hard for a lot of people to transition out of that stage and back into the right place because for me before starting at cwa i worked for from home for about a year and I was used to, you know, your nice top and then sweatpants at the bottom. Right, for, right. For <laughs> You're pants the, right. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, a lot of people are kind of having to start over That's and true. try to kind of understand yes. what it what fashion is in the workplace and what that looks like well and
1: so. you know diana who works in our office is pointing out you know she, she, many of us struggle with the you know the covid 15 or whatever <laughs> you know and so people that you know still have that or you know working to lose that or maybe you just had a baby and you still mm-hmm. you going have to start over like mm-hmm. you've got to buy yeah. new clothes and there's not a ton um you know it's expensive, right? It's expensive to buy clothing and everything's more expensive now, but I feel like you girls do such a great job of going to TJ Maxx. My assistant Natalie will walk into this cutest dress ever. And I'm like, where did you get that? She's a TJ Maxx, you know, she, she bargain shops. And so it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. top of the line to look cute.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I love bargain shopping, wait for the deals, wait for it to go. Some of the best outfits that I've gotten, I'll wait till it's the end of that season and they're doing their final sales. I'm talking dresses that would be $90 for $10. And you've got, you've got to know your body again and know will work. Cause they're final right. sales. That's the key. But, right. But you know, get stuff for 10 bucks, or my roommate and I were even talking about how the amount of blazers we have in our closet and we were calculating like if if we paid full price, like how much do you think we've spent in blazers? Probably like $600, but we never paid that much. I mean, we're talking getting them on deals, going to the Dillard's outlet stores and getting blazers that might've been like, you know, $200 for 40 bucks, you know? So finding those deals, it doesn't have to break your bank.
1: Well, and you think about a new graduate, or a mom going back in the workforce. I mean, if, if you are going back in the workforce after 15 years, you might as well just like throw it all out and start over <laughs> because usually there might be some classic pieces mm-hmm. that are that are going to work, but it's probably not. Um, and but maybe you can incorporate right and mm-hmm. save a few of those really classic pieces and put some things in there that that are new. But you know, if you haven't been working, you don't have the money, and if you you know you're starting out as a new graduate, you may have school loans and and even now, once you're, you know, once you're working again, everything, the price of everything's gone up. Mm-hmm. So everybody, I think is feeling a, um, the pinch, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the idea. And so maybe this is something, you know, friends could do together of doing like a clothes swap. That is so fetch. So I was mm-hmm. thinking, like, I have things in my closet that just didn't look right on me. Like they're still in and maybe I got them, you know, on sale, markdown, markdown, or maybe there's even a tag still on it. But I'm never going to wear that, even though I'm holding on to it mm-hmm. thinking like it's going to, you know, I'm going to wear it. Um, but what if we had a like, you know, I always thought it'd be fun to do that here at the office. Like everybody bring in some mm-hmm. things like in things that fits everybody, like some purses, mm-hmm. you know, CWA, full disclosure, this isn't the normal workplace. Obviously, we only have two men in the entire organization <laughs> that work here. So it's all women. Um, but and sometimes I do just bring in things and be like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I just think that would be fun to do. Maybe friends could do that with each yeah,
0: other. Allison Santafonte mm-hmm. used to do that actually for all the girls in the area and would tell everyone, you know, bring over your clothes that you're done with. Let's give them to each other first. And so yes. it'd just be a Saturday morning and everyone would come and bring their stuff. I did and that, that with really maternity fun. clothes. When yeah. I had
1: my last kid. I, you know, I was working, so I spent a reasonable amount of and maternity clothes are. Horrible, usually horribly made and cost a fortune.
0: And hopefully uh, they've gotten better. I like- hope
1: so. Like it's <laughs> well, that was sort of in the dark ages. So yeah. Um, but and I've even noticed, you know, Target, and although I'm not shopping at Target, I'm so mad at them because they're selling bus binders mm-hmm. now. Like I know. A break. I know, I know, right. But anyway, when I was sh- briefly shopping at them. Like I noticed there are maternity clothes. So it's good that there's more, you know, outlets selling maternity clothes. There's not, you know, the, the market's not being cornered by two or three clothing lines, which is what had happened before. Um, so I am in a lot more online opportunities too, is that's the other thing that's changed, but, um, but okay, let's, let's go to modesty. All right, everyone gird your loins. So Annabelle, you and I were sitting in an event like about a year ago or less, and um, the speaker, who we love, brought up the issue of modesty and was talking about some like steps in her life. I mean, it was an, you know, it was all appropriate reference, but the steps that sort of took her down a dark path. And one of the things she said kind of started out was just her. Her lack of modesty. And so when that term comes up, I noticed like half the women in the room were shifting Mm -hmm. in our seats. And I feel like, and maybe I'd love for you all to kind of give me your opinion. I feel like the term modesty has been a term that particularly older women, I'm the older one in this room, have used to cudgel, shame, harm, honestly, younger women in the church and have used it in some cases, not always, because we've just talked about like a modesty here, right? So it's real, mm-hmm. but in some cases, I feel like it stems from jealousy and there's a real ugly side of it. Not every person sees everything, a hemline, you know, it's, it is, there's a little bit of subjectivity there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that, you know, you need you need to be mod- We agree that their modesty is important, but we've talked about shorts that come down past your knees mm-hmm. are still shorts, mm-hmm. but it's modest. We know what it is. You can wear pants that aren't modest, mm-hmm. even though they're pants. Although some people in the church don't think women should wear pants, right? So you've got some, like, you know, this extreme you know, I would argue that in some cases it's context. Mm-hmm. It is never appropriate to wear a swimsuit to work. Right. <laughs> but it is appropriate to wear a swimsuit on the beach. Right. Maybe some people don't agree with me on that. And then you get down to what does a swimsuit look like? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I, I don't know, just to ha- what's your feelings on the, on this issue, on this topic?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's some context and some conscience too. Mm-hmm. um, you know, the Bible does talk about, you know, like you're saying, there's the finer points of what are all of these things and defining our terms. But what we also know is that I think as Christians specifically, we need to be very in tune to the Holy spirit in right. our lives, because if it is, uh, is, if it's immodest to us, then it would be a sin for us to wear it. That That's doesn't right. necessarily mean that we need to shame other people. For example, is a bathing suit ever appropriate i personally know some christians who would say no and they refuse to let their kids wear bathing suits and they wear dresses over leggings and that's what they do oh now, the it's beach. not at the beach yeah. it's you know it's not their place to tell other people they can't wear a bathing suit but if they really believe that they're sinine who am i to say that you know that Live by live and by they their conscience. And they're gonna raise their kids according to their own conscience. Yeah, and right? place- at one point these kids are gonna be adults and they're gonna, they're gonna have, have, to have their side. Right. And if the Holy Spirit lives in them, that is gonna be their own deciding. On the other side of that, I did have experiences growing up. I remember being dropped off at a worldview class a homeschool co op because I was homeschooled, and I had it was I grew up in Sacramento. You know, we get 113 in the summertime, and I had on a spaghetti strap shirt, and I was probably. 12 or 13. And my mom dropped me off. She had a lot of kids and left. And the woman who answered the door, the mom whose house it was at was like, you're not coming inside this house unless you have something else to put on. But of course I didn't have anything to put on and, and my mom try. had left. So I had to call my mom and she had to come get me because the woman let, wouldn't let me come inside her home because I was dressed in a way that she didn't deem appropriate. And as a 12, 13 year old, that was, I wouldn't say damaging, dramatic, but yeah. it was hard, yeah, it you was. know, to have an older woman's staring at you, telling you, you know, sinful and immodest, and you're not fit to come into her home. But my mom, you know, I grew up in a Christian conservative home and she signed off before I left, you know, decided
1: well, and not everybody uses. not every parent uses good judgment, you know, and what you're describing there seems like no big deal, but not every parent uses good judgment. And, you know, I, she does have a right to say what's in her home, but at one point is it more important to make a point on the clothing or is it more important to love you? Right. And to, for this teenager that's coming to her house to feel loved and wanted and to be poured into, I heard a story that um, I'm trying not to reveal names. I'm thinking of, <laughs> but someone who married into my families. Extended family had owned a pool, and a six year old came in a two piece bathing suit and they wouldn't let her swim. Mm-hmm. And I was heartbroken by that. Yeah. And I was just like, that is just mean, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's mean. And so, you know, I think we all need to check our hearts as we, as women, you know, you don't want to cause your brother to stumble. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole, few, and you all probably don't even know around to remember this, but a few years ago, probably 10 years ago, there was this whole to-do in, within the church about yoga pants because yoga mm-hmm. pants came into being and like, are they sinful? Are they not? And first I would say not to church, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have seen things in church. My rule for my own children was if you're going to wear pants, they got to have a zipper. Boys mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. There are no basketball shorts, no, you know, cause we, we, and we go to very, um, casual church, but you know, listen, you can wear pants with a, wear pants to, with a zipper to church. Um, and, but, um, all that to say, I just, I just feel like, you know, it's just really important to check your own heart, check your heart of what you're wearing, but check your heart of who you're judging. Mm-hmm. And my husband was telling me the story. He came back from. I think it was a wedding. It was a family wedding that I didn't go to. And, um, and my, he and my son were there and they're like, you know, this parents came in with this teenager and her skirt was, her dress was so short when she said that they literally could see her dress and they both were like, oh my gosh. And I, and they're like, what? And my husband said, what is wrong with those parents? And I said, listen, you're saying that, but what I'm thinking is that mom may have had maybe going through health with that kid right now. Mm -hmm. She's probably, she may be rebellious. Who knows what's happening in her personal life? I don't know. And for whatever reason, maybe that mom made the decision. This is not a battle I'm going to fight today. And so giving grace I think is really important, no matter what, like, I think you need to give grace as the church, we need to give grace to other people and recognize not everybody sees things the way we do. And sometimes they make decisions, you know, based on more than just what we can see at that very minute. And everybody's capable of making a bad choice. My daughter, who's 25 now, who is very modest, by the way, I mean, I think, frankly, just internally tends to be think about that more than I do in a good way and so uh, but when she was a teenager they're heading just my husband's telling me they're meeting me at a CWA event and she's like I don't know 16 and they're on their way to the event and um, all of a sudden my husband like pulls down the street and all of a sudden looks over at what she's wearing and she's got this plunging neckline on and he's like nope he like turns <laughs> back around and like in what what I know is that dress she we she normally wears with a bandeau but mm-hmm. she just chose not to wear it for whatever maybe she was making a point <laughs> I don't know but her dad made her go back in and and change everybody's mm-hmm. capable of making a mistake mm-hmm. I've made mistakes you've made mistakes but the question is what's in your heart mm-hmm. and when other people see someone make a mistake a young woman the older because we believe in Titus 2 here right the older women teaching the younger women um how did you, how do you handle it? Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my friends was saying that her mother in church um, had a conversation with a young woman who was wearing, in her opinion, way too tight pants. And maybe they were, but the young woman's response was, I'm sorry, I know, but I have gained 15 pounds, you know, or whatever. And I just haven't bought clothes yet. And so, yeah, they are too tight, but I just Don't have the money to go buy anything right now. Mm -hmm. And so I hope she wasn't shamed in that Mm -hmm. moment. I hope that that conversation was one of love and support. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, I think the better way to do that if you see some young woman that, you know, she had a bad Sunday or whatever, you know, that's one thing. But if it's consistently, I think what you do is you bring her a gift card Mm -hmm. and, and you say, Hey, I just wanted to invest in you, the brand of you. And, you know, and maybe it's something you offer to go with them Mm -hmm. shopping. I mean, I've had that happen here where I've had, you know, the 20 somethings you know, come alongside the intern or whatever and, you know, take them shopping and help them figure out what professional dress looks like. And I love that. I think that's where we should be.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Coming yeah. Awesome. I was going to add, I think, um, social media doesn't help with this whole modesty movement. Cause I think there's this whole movement going on on social media that it's you know, I can wear whatever I want because I'm just expressing myself. This is my platform. Um, So I think social media has sadly had a bad influence, especially on young girls, particularly. And during spring break over the summer, you just see a lot of stuff on social media. Um, And, you know, there's a line between, of course, modesty and then this whole movement of um, provocative, being provocative. Yes. And saying, you know, this is me Pur- expressing purposely myself, provocative, right? right? Exactly. It's another
1: thing. Yeah. Like I happen to be on the beach and here's a picture with me and all my friends, as opposed to like purposely provocative, right. Right? Exactly.
0: which kind of goes back to the attitude of it. Like mm-hmm. it's an um, outward manifestation is can be clothing, but the inward problem is them wanting attention and to show everyone who they are and how they're different from everyone else. And it's a me, me, me attitude, like a narcissism. Almost. Well, and that could be a very right. modest outfit where you've gone, you know, I've seen people in airports that I'm like,
1: Oh my gosh, what are you wearing? You know, like you're in your pajamas, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> and it's just not a, pr- or the goth person that's like, mm-hmm. you look like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. I mean, it's literally yeah. a person that I saw the other day. I'm like, you're channeling. And maybe he or she really was. I wasn't ever sure which that was, the person was he or she, but whoever they were like, it was, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny Depp's really in the news right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was a purposeful thing, <laughs> but that was all a look at me moment, right? He, everybody was staring and yes, it's, I think right. it was he. I think he, that's what he wanted.
0: Yeah. And I think that is a lot of what modesty is. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't think about the outfits that I wear or that I want them to look good to other people. Of course. Sure. Like we want that that's part of it. Of course. But I think the attitude of, I need all of this attention. Mm-hmm. That's a heart and modesty right. that just is going to display itself in all manner of way, whether it's excessively clothed or skimply dressed.
1: Right. Well, which goes into sort of eating disorder issue and all that, just sort of healthiness, the like mm. mental health as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. sure. But, you know, we, we've seen some other stuff, right? Like, okay, I just think about during COVID, the prairie dresses,
0: <laughs> help me.
1: I mean, I was like, that is just a mean thing to do to American women.
0: Well, I don't know if we're having video right now, but I, um, I, I'm almost in a prairie dress. Know, no, these are not Penny's not favorite same. high no, neck different. down to
1: no. the floor. Well, it is beautiful. I love <laughs> it. In fact, I was complimenting you how pretty it was, but no, 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 That You know, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the target dresses that I'm, I don't, if they there wanted have to some pick an uglier yes. fabric, they couldn't have. <laughs> like, I don't know how you picked out that mustard, like ugly. I don't know. Like I, I. I literally took a picture and posted it with I'm like, how dare you <laughs> bring, this, bring, bring this back you from you the 1800s. <laughs> you hate women. I got so mad one day because, um, you know, of course we all love trends. I, I want to be on trend. I love clothing. Like, again, it's, I started out, my godmother owned a clothing store and some of my happy early teenage days was spinning that clothing store. And so Favorite movies, The Devil Wears Prada, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I re- I was flipping through a fashion magazine. I think it was in Style, and so the big thing for the fall was tartan plaid. Which mm. tartan plaid's it's it's a good thing. It can be a good thing, but you want one thing, right? You want like a skirt or a purse. And they were doing. I'm not lying to you. The big like, I'm sorry, homeschool <laughs> uh, um, Jumpers uh-huh. for women over forty in full tartan plaid. I'm like, you know what? On a sixteen year old, that might be cute, but what on earth? These poor women are going to go out and buy that because you told them to.
0: Whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed.
1: Told like you should have
0: reinterpreted it. And so,
1: I love the idea of like reinterpreting for the right age. Mm-hmm. Like you can take any trend and you can. So that could be could be shoes. Like you could do tartan plaid shoes or a purse or like a or a blouse or something, you know, as opposed to like the whole head to toe little much. But I'm just so sad for the woman who read that magazine and went out and did it. (laughs) I'm like you again, I
0: just think they think we're idiots. They just hate us. Loud colors and patterns are definitely in right now. And all of it all together, put a loud color with a big pattern, maybe two patterns together. Yeah, I'm not into that. I mean, and some people, people can wear it, but know
1: if you can wear it or yeah. not, but then there's the new trend. And I, I I came to, we were in front of the Supreme court for, uh, the last decision day, hoping the Dobbs case was going to come out. And so, you know, it didn't be casual in front of the Supreme court. So I was in jeans and a, uh, um, a linen, white linen shirt and espadrilles. And I walked up and somebody goes, Oh, you're wearing coastal grandma. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh no. And no, they're like, no, no, no. It's a good thing. So Everyone talk to me to coastal about grandma. coastal grandma. Like I, I I didn't know about coastal grandma, but apparently
0: I'm there. <laughs> Think like Martha's Vineyard.
2: On the coast, yeah. If you've seen like any Nancy Myers movies, it's like kind of dressing like you're in a Nancy Myers,
0: yeah. It's like like flowy khaki or white pants, linen pants, linen shirts. I love, uh, you know, a straw hat, bucket hat very wealthy looking a, a sweater classy. that's draped over your shawl maybe okay. like a white top of a white sweater that draped over it is to me it's extremely preppy yeah. so i'm it is exactly the same like you think of the northeast like what they would wear yes. in a coastal town right. and that's basically what it is reimagined yes. and given it's a trendy title and- so that people can you know go by these items but it's
2: not like bright colors it's more like neutral yeah pretty you know, muted like whites i like blue that. and white yeah. stripe very like relaxing yes because i have that same shirt <laughs>
1: in blue and white stripe which is what came yes. i think what uh-huh. triggered all of it I'm like yeah i have this in which i love those shirt. they are kind of like
0: People like like their inspirations, like Diane Keaton on the beach. I'm just a turtleneck kind of gal. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That is really coastal grandma. Like, so, you know, but, you know, again, probably reinterpreted Mm -hmm. for a 20 something may look a little bit different. Whereas there's a bunch of grandmothers all over town making a deep sigh of relief right now. I'm not going to have to wear ruffles. Yeah. They're so relieved. Like there was so much ruffles going on. Um, I, and it, again, not every trends for every person, Natalie, my assistant can wear these like flutter sleeve dresses with lots of ruffles and no waist, mm-hmm. And I love it on her. I could never pull it off, but it looks so good on her. Yeah, And so maybe that's an age thing or just a body type. I don't know, but, um, but what else are we seeing? What's coming?
0: I mean, I think way? modesty, it, I mean, you've got both sides, but there's definitely a trend. I mean, when I was in college, it was short dresses all the time, always a short dress. And now, both casually and professionally, and even in the professional setting, even five years ago, you didn't really see anyone wearing a long yeah, dress. Yeah, t-length is bad. In a yeah, so it was always like to your knee, and right. now yeah, midi, t-length yeah. dresses, and even maxi dresses, dresses going all the way down. If they right. look put together, that's really which in is right another now, one I can't do. Like I feel
1: like maxi dresses. I don't know. I like them on other people, but it's just lot. like I feel like that dress wears me as opposed to me wearing that dress, especially (laughs) like got to help you if it's like a print, like I love Lily Pulitzer, but head to toe Lily pulls (laughs) are too much like I can't, again, I've seen it on other people, I think it looks beautiful Mm -hmm. on them, but you've got to just know what works on them. My daughter worked in the Trump White House, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, and it was all about the T-length dress. Everybody was wearing the T-length dress. And so they wanted to be ready. Like, you know, if they were one over the Capitol, what are they doing? They just really wanted to feel, you know, very feminine dresses, but they wanted to feel like, you know, they were very professional. And I think
0: they worked even harder because they were so young to, mm-hmm. and it's more comfortable. Like, don't we remember the low rise jeans, how uncomfortable you were all yeah, the time? I'm, and <laughs> uh, the- nope.
2: I disagree. Oh no, this is a whole other thing. No, no, whole, this whole, whole other day. Day, Yes.
1: So and my daughter and I go back and forth about this. Low rise jeans are coming back. Now there's low rise and there's low rise, right? There's low rise that, like, you know, somebody bends over and it's helped me rhonda. Like, you don't want to know that. But too much information. But low rise jeans, I think, are so much more comfortable. The pants I'm wearing right now are kind of low rise. So I went as opposed to really, really high yeah. waisted. I feel like it, I feel like it's uncomfortable.
2: I don't know. See, for me, I guess because I'm taller, it kind of helps me to have like I don't know when I wear the low rise jeans I feel like I'm just constantly pulling them up but the high rise I don't know it almost like it feels more comfortable yeah it 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 also
0: looks I mean you're you're wearing slacks. that's something else but like I feel like it makes jeans look more professional I mean you could have holes and have unprofessional jeans Mm -hmm. but if you've got a black jean that fits your legs well it's not skin tight and also has a real waist and you throw a belt on that and have a blouse tucked in and a pair of heels you look as professional and and a jacket on with it yeah and a blazer I mean you look a long sweater I like yeah, like but I sweaters. could never wear, even if I tried like the low, like a pair of blue jeans, it'd be hard to dress that up when they're well, low. but
1: you're not gonna notice it if it's not extreme. It's just you know, it's a matter of inches. Like yeah. I don't know, I just like it better. I feel like in the summertime in a pair of jeans that are high waist, I feel like I'm just it just feels hot. I don't see again. This is because I was in the trend before. I've been waiting, waiting a- for it to come back. <laughs> and I was like, and my daughter's always like, "No, you can't wear those; they're too low waisted." So then we went to shopping the other day, and I put on a pair of pants that were, um, like I don't know, like painter pants almost. And um, and like I'm like Claire, they're low waisted, and she goes, "Yeah, they're back. coming back." And I'm like, "Yes, finally!" <laughs> and we're all sad. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> we're in mourning. Yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, so uh, we have covered a lot of ground today. We've done some, so I want before, on our way out, I want you to give just a couple of pieces of advice on professional dress for the intern, the new graduate that's going into workforce. What does she need to know? Annabelle, you go first. I think-
0: Mostly the biggest thing would just be to cover your basics. You have whatever, job. if you're working in an office, you're there for a long time. It's a, most of your daytime, it's eight to nine hours. So get a pair of slacks that look good, that are comfortable, get three basic shirts and a couple nice blouses, a really nice blazer and a black dress that's professional. Those are your basics right there. And I know that the capsule closet kind of had its moment and it's kind of faded away, but honestly you could rotate that outfit for, you could rotate that for a whole week, you know, and do different neutrals. And I think, when you're very first starting out, the most important thing would be finding those items. A couple of good shirts, one pair of really good pants, one really good blazer, a really good dress, and then find shirts to mix up in the in-between. And then you'll build your wardrobe over time. I remember yes. being seriously stressed about that when I moved to DC. And you don't need to be stressed. You, and I remember my mom took me um, to white house black market and kind of did that for me and bought just those very, very basic items. And those along with, you know, other shirts that I had did carry me through probably the first six months. And then I was able to save up some of my own money and over time build my wardrobe and it happens.
2: Okay. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just knowing that you can still express yourself while remaining professional. Like for me, for, uh, shopping for professional clothes can be a struggle because I'm very much a work style. from
1: home girl. Yes, work thing. from home and girl you're tall. for one thing. Yeah. I'm
2: tall. I have a very boho, free people kind of style outside the office, but you can still express yourself in person. Well, you were kind clothes. of a peasant
1: last year. Yeah, you this is made gorgeous. well. So,
2: kind yeah. of getting that that same vibe, but you, mm-hmm. can, you can still. We can't buy them anymore.
1: They give money to the abortion industry, apparently.
2: Oh, then forget made I well. Said yeah, that. we're gonna we I need to put
1: that. up a list that people can look. I'm not buying anything. I'm not investing in any company that are giving to people who hate us and are hurting babies. So yeah, yeah. So that and that forget is an ever evolving <laughs> list, by the way. So yeah, yeah. I'm I have sorry, some but, made well too, but I won't be buying it
2: anymore because yeah. I like their stuff. Unfortunately, their jeans are some of the best. Yeah, <laughs> so. get them on second hand though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, just knowing that you can still um express yourself in professional clothing. Um, dressing the part, definitely if you're not sure what the workplace dress code is like, definitely reach out to your supervisor beforehand so you can feel prepared Mm -hmm. um coming in. Um yeah, I think those are some of the best tips because you know you want to fit the part and you you still want to feel confident and comfortable in what you're wearing as well. You don't want to come in wearing super high stilettos and you can hardly walk, you know, that's right, <laughs> so that's there's true. a line of feeling comfortable hey, and looking good. Been there are well. more
1: than one occasion. <laughs> yep. yeah. Yes. Um, okay. I have several. So one is uh, and I'm, I'm going to specifically say you're going to that job interview. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're getting the job. Interview. Number one,
0: wash your hair, wash your hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. I've had
1: it happen. Don't pay, a, pay attention to personal hygiene and if you can even afford it, go get a blowout, like just really put a real effort into your appearance. Everybody's gone one or two days too long, you know, b- with dry shampoo in we between. What well, we've I all done it, but don't do that for your, for your job interview. Right. <laughs> so we're, it's forgivable. We all done it. Ponytail days are made for those. Um, the other thing is I would say, uh, you, you were just talking about being tall. I think the fit matters. Mm -hmm. So if you have to expend just a little bit of money and go into your dry cleaner and getting something hemmed or getting it taken in, like I think fit, even if it's not an expensive clothes, if you can do that. And again, I'm very sensitive. I grew up hillbilly, right? So we were poor and, but we always knew somebody that could sew Mm -hmm. that would do those kind of things. Um, pay attention to your shoes and bag. even if you're not somebody that normally carries a bag, here bring to your job interview a purse that matches the shoes. So if you're wearing black, probably black, black shoes, black bag. Borrow it from somebody. You don't have to buy it. If you're normally a backpack kind of girl, maybe that's what you do in your job. But for your interview, look sharp. Make sure your belt, your shoes, your purse match, and put your pen and pad and your phone and everything in your purse so you look together when you and your extra resume like all those things have that ready to do and then the second final thing is I was gonna I just thought of um and I love these are secondhand stores. Mm Consignment stores mm, are a great way to get nice clothing at an incredible price. I was walking down the street on King street in Alexandria the other day, and I was walking towards the Lily Pulitzer store on the way to the Lily Pulitzer store. I noticed a consignment store that had a whole rack of Lily Pulitzer clothes for like, I don't know, 20, 10, 20% of like the original price. Mm -hmm. And so I went in there, you know, and looked around and some of the cutest things I've bought recently, I've got at a secondhand store and Honestly, for people that yeah. are environmentally conscious, like, True. you know, you, yeah, you're I have a blazer. Proposing.
0: I have a blazer that I've worn since my junior year of high school and I still wear it today. And it was from a secondhand store. So
1: it. I've yeah. got my nicest purses, my most, you know, like name brand purses I got in consignment stores. Yeah. And I That's feel nice. like I have to tell everybody that. Cause I just want to be a, you know, like What's,
0: what for people in the area, what would be like if a DC intern was listening to this, what would be your favorite spots? Well, the one on King Street, but
1: unfortunately I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. It's that's really I mean, they're in the area, there are a lot of if you have a crossroads
0: near you, because they're all around the country and they're a little bit better. That's a great place to start, or at least just Google and see Mm -hmm. if there's a crossroads or Google something like a crossroads trading company.
1: And not all consignment stores are the same. Yeah, that's like some of them are not good. But I think if you're in a sort of well-to-do area, I mean, maybe you drive, you know, across, that's what I would have had done growing up, drive right across town to get to the better yeah. neighborhood, to, <laughs> you know, to go. But there, I think so. you like, know your, know your market. Cause you know, women are going to go to the consignment store near mm-hmm. them to like dump off their clothes. So, mm-hmm. um, but I've known women that can go in and spend $20 and like walk out looking like looking fantastic and maybe that's not you but maybe you, you should know maybe know somebody yeah. if you have a friend ask them to help you i you know I love that kind of thing yeah. so anyway that is my final thought any final thoughts before we go I don't think so well I'm going to try to finish up as quickly as I can I've been working on this for a while now sort of my Do's and don'ts, my my little handbook for people that are new graduates, because I really think it's needed. The more I interview new graduates, the more I'm convinced that they really need um, I think just some coaching because maybe their moms didn't work in professional office. Maybe we've all kind of forgotten now that we were shut down for a couple of years. But you know, there's just there's just some like really basics that I think you never want what you're wearing. I think you said this at the beginning, Annabelle to be a distraction from you. Mm -hmm. This is, you are investing in the brand that is you and you don't want to be, you don't want people not to be able to hear what you say or see what a, just an amazing person and incredible hire you're going to be because they're all caught up on the fact that, you know, they can see up your dress, right? And you're not sitting like a lady in the chair. So anyway, all that to say, thank you all for yes, coming. This stars. was really fun. And um, so that's the end. So thank you all so much for tuning in to Concern Women today. Be sure and follow our podcast and ask your friends to follow us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.